But bear this firmly in mind, that within a very short time both you and he will be dead, and soon not even your names will be left behind. Take away your opinion, and there is taken away the complaint, I have been hurt. Take away the complaint, I have been hurt, and the hurt is gone. Whatever does not make a man worse does not make his life worse, nor does it harm him either without or within. It was expedient in nature that it should be so, and therefore necessary. Consider that everything which happens, happens justly, and if you observe carefully, you will find it to be so. I do not say this only as regards the continuity of the sequence of things, but as regards what is just, as if it were ordered by one who assigns to everything its value. Observe, then, as you have begun, and whatever you do, do it as befits that character of goodness in the sense in which a man is rightfully supposed to be good. Hold to this rule in every act. Do not have the opinion of things that he has who does you wrong, or that he wishes you to have, but look at them as they are in truth. A man should always have these two rules in readiness. First, to do only what the reason of your ruling and legislating faculty suggests for the service of men. Second, to change your opinion whenever anyone at hand sets you right and unsettles you in an opinion. But this change of opinion should come only because you are persuaded that something is just or to the public advantage and the like, not because it appears pleasant or increases your reputation. Have you reason? I have. Why, then, do you not use it? For if it does its own proper work, what else do you wish? You have lived as a part. You shall disappear in that which produced you. Rather, you shall be received back into the creative principle by a transformation. Many grains of frankincense on the same altar. One falls first, another after, but it makes no difference. If you will return to your principles and the worship of reason, within ten days you will seem a god to those to whom you are now a beast and an ape. Do not act as if you would live ten thousand years. Death hangs over you. While you live, while it is in your power, be good. How much trouble he avoids who does not look to see what his neighbor says or does or thinks, but only what he does himself, that it may be just and pure. As Agathon says, Look not around at the depraved morals of others, but run straight along your course without straying from it. He who feels an overwhelming desire for posthumous fame does not consider that all those who remember him will themselves also die very soon. Then they also who succeed them, until the whole remembrance of him is extinguished, for it is transmitted by men who foolishly admire and perish. Even suppose that those who remember you are immortal, and that the remembrance will be immortal. What then is it to you? Not only what is it to the dead, but what is it to the living? 
What is praise, except indeed so far as it has some utility? And you are now ignoring unseasonably the present gift of nature, clinging to what someone says hereafter. Whatever is in any way beautiful is beautiful in itself, and has its end in itself, and praise is no part of it. Neither worse then nor better is a thing made by being praised, I say, this too of things called beautiful by the vulgar, for example, material things and works of art. That which is really beautiful has no need of anything, no more than law, no more than truth, no more than generosity or modesty. Which of these things is made beautiful by being praised or spoiled by being blamed? Is a jewel like an emerald damaged if it is not praised, or gold, ivory, purple, a lyre, a dagger, a flower, a shrub? If souls go on living, how does the air hold them all from eternity? But how, we replied, does the earth have room for the bodies of those who have been buried from times so remote? Just as here the changing of these bodies after lasting a certain time and their dissolution, make room for other dead bodies, so the souls which are released into the air, after subsisting for a while, are transmuted and diffused, and turned into fire, and absorbed into the creative intelligence of the universe, and in this way make room for the fresh souls which come to dwell there. This is the answer which a man might give, supposing that souls continue to exist. And we must think not only of the number of bodies which are thus buried, but also of the number that are daily eaten by us and the other animals. What a number is consumed, and thus in a manner buried, in the bodies of those who feed on them. Nevertheless, the earth receives them too, through the changing of these bodies into blood, and their transformation into air or fire. How can we find the truth in this case? Divide it into what is matter and what is cause. Do not be tossed about, but in every act have respect for justice, and at every impression preserve the faculty of understanding. Everything is right for me, which is right for you, O universe. Nothing for me is too early or too late, which comes in due time for you. Everything is fruit to me which your seasons bring, O nature. From you are all things, in you are all things, to you all things return. The poet says, Dear city of Cecrops, and will you not say, Dear city of Zeus? Busy yourself with but few things, says the philosopher, if you would be tranquil. But consider if it would not be better to say, Do what is necessary, and whatever the reason of an animal